All right. All right, everyone. Welcome to the How to Be Unpopular podcast. We, Joey and me, Todd, we're speaking with John Julio. We're very excited to be talking with John Julio. He recently announced the demise, the end of Volo, and also announced that he's starting a new skate company. Um, we're obviously very excited to hear how how this all came about, how long you've been uh, strategizing, planning, uh, just when did this first become an idea and yeah okay thanks for having me guys again where to begin to begin up to start in the beginning i guess um i say it'd be like two years ago a little more than two years ago my situation working with rosie's i guess the best way to describe it is unstable like financially um that would be, I guess, the the first thing that I would, I guess, I should describe, like how it came about. So basically, okay, so a lot of, like in time things progressed to be like um, financially, like things were were not going the right direction for me. So I had to like figure out. Um, I gotta start all over again. I'm not really starting on the right foot here. I want I want to see the right things. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like. For sure. Yeah. Uh, take your time. I got to a point working with Rosies where uh, financially I wasn't feeling secure, unstable, and um, I was looking for a way, I guess got to a point in my life where I was just like, hey, you know, like, I either got to figure something out um, elsewhere or, or like, continue down this road where I wasn't feeling, you know, I was feeling unstable. And is either stay in the business, basically, and try to figure something out or, um, or get a job, you know what I mean? Or like a you know, real life job where, you know. Or, or do both, do Volo and get a job, but continue to go down this road in this business relationship that wasn't healthy, you know what I mean? So um, that's basically the start of like, like frustrations of like trying to figure out how this is all gonna work. Um, so what I did was I, I consciously made an effort, you know, to find a way to um, do it on my own, you know, like 100% on my own. Um, so I went to China. Um, I just like, I had in mind like how it started with USD back in the day in the late 90s. And uh, I remember Matias showed us a boot, me, Petty, I think Arlo was there in Lausanne in the late 90s. And, uh, um, you showed us the throne and I was like, and then it was just no soul play, but then it eventually had a soul play. You know what I mean? Like, so the whole thing with starting a skate company, obviously, you know, it costs money, a lot of money. And I, I have, I have a bit of money saved, but like to like jump in this whole thing, like creating new molds and 
and uh, developing a product from scratch, like that's like super far-fetched, right? So like going back to Matias, I remember just like, what if, I can't remember if that throne was an open mold or whatever, but now going back, looking back in the 90s, you know, like there were a lot of skates that were made, you know, and um, so I thought there's an opportunity, you know, what, what if I did the same thing? Like what if I, you know, that, that would be a way, that would be a way that would be affordable, um, and, um, I mean, I was like, you know, maybe I was dreaming, but I was like, Hey, I can probably, you know, there might be a way I can mod something, you know? And, um, I met, um, I reconnected with some old friends from, um, back in the day that were involved in manufacturing. Um, and they're still in manufacturing and they introduced me to a couple people in China. Um, and I was able to, to figure it out, you know, on my own. It was crazy. And I went out, I mean, over Skype like this first, you know, with, with, uh, with this factory and on a whim, you know, like discussing with them possibilities. I, I, you know, later found out it was a great place to find, um, this great place where a lot of skates were manufactured basically, you know? So that relationship grew. Um, and uh, I was able to find something, you know? I was able to find something that I thought that would work. Um, I still had to invest money in, um, in the molds. Like, um, but, you know, the whole concept for me was to find something like, like a V13 or like the USD7 or something basic, you know? Like, I, I knew that what I can do is something like the throne. You know, I, maybe, I, maybe I could do. Maybe I could find something. And then I could invest in a soul plate and and maybe who knows, you know, maybe I could find the Solomon boot. You know, that was that was also something. Um, so I found, you know, within the, my first trip, I was able to find something and it was definitely a diamond in the rough. I was looking at it at different angles and I was like, whoa, man, like this, this might be something. Um, it had a heel lift similar to a V13. Um, it also it also was a little wider. So automatically I was like, oh, there's two things that are like, you know, a plus. It was like something similar to a V13, but like wider. And I know a lot of people who ride, who, who don't ride V13s because it's like too narrow. Right. Um, for some feet. So anyway, that's, I mean, maybe I'm going too far ahead of things, but that was like, so initially it was about financial stability and, and not, feeling comfortable with my situation, you know, like working with Rosie's like, like I was still crunching and working and, um, it's just, but just, there was a lot of things internally that weren't in favor of, of the skater, you know, Mon right. money is owed and I couldn't pay the guys. And it's a lot of weighing on me basically. And a lot, a lot of that is stressful, man. Like it's like, um, it's not fair basically, you know? Not fair to me, not fair to the riders to to be in this situation. So, um, and and for for people that might not fully be aware of what your position was with Volo and how they related to Rossi's, can you explain yeah. that setup a little bit? In, in the beginning, like they approached me to to be a part of Rossi's, and I said, well, I wouldn't want to be a part of it unless I was, you know, I started my own thing. So we basically partnered, and and I'll talk about this later. But things that you know didn't progress into the, 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 the contracts weren't renewed. You know what I mean? Like, 
and it, it is where it is. It's business, and, and I, I want to also say, like, I had some, you know, we had 15 great years, you know, and and it's just a matter of business, and like, you know, like that happens. Conflicts happen, and then you just gotta figure out what's what's better for you, you know, what's better, a better situation. So, um, but I also like the ultimate. The ultimate thing here, the biggest picture, like I really want to say, is, is, I I knew that I needed to figure out a way, obviously to make a, a great product, but I need to find a way to control the inventory, control the product. You know what I mean? Because that way, if I can do that, I'll obviously own it, ownership of the you know the brand or whatever. But that's like. I'm talking about the inventory because when you're doing the inventory, you're in control of the money. When you're in control of the money, you're in control of the invoicing. You know what I mean? Like, like when when shops would, um, for example, like Oak City, like the orders from Rossi's, and he inv- he get in- gets invoiced from Rossi's, and not me. You know what I mean? And I never had control of the inventory. And that's so when you get invoiced, you send money directly to. The company and that money wasn't going straight to me. That was going to Rosie's, you know. And and I just had obviously difficult time, difficult time with that. You know what I mean? So and I did never. I mean, people who don't know that I don't distribute Volo in America. You know, I don't distrib- distribute Volo at all. Um, hmm. I think people might be uh, misinformed on that. Well, if people would just assume. Yeah. That- you run Volo, you you own them goods distribution. Yeah. They're obviously distributing Volo. And that isn't the case. So I think that's definitely something I think people may not know. Maybe, you know, like maybe don't care. But in this case, to explain, and I kind of started rocking in the beginning of the interview because I don't want to be like totally, you know, I don't want to bastardize like roses, but like it just got to a point where it wasn't wasn't healthy you know what i mean and i needed to find a solution for me and my family and for the guys the skaters you know like yeah like the structure of business is not like in favor of the skater you know like my in my opinion you know um because once once we can control the inventory on this level of like the actual skate the most important thing in our market then things can progress you know like i'm already seeing it now like i've had the craziest five days of my life like even longer, sorry, not even five days, like, it's just more intense than the last five days because of knowing I was going to resign or I was going to quit, you know, which I did. Um, and that was going to break a lot of hearts, you know? I knew it was. It was going to be an emotional roller coaster, but I knew two years ago already that this decision had to be made because it's just, it wasn't going to get... Any better? I wasn't gonna start distributing skates, bottle skates. You know what I mean? I wasn't gonna be right. just. I will call it a money pipeline, I guess. Like you know, like directly for the, to the consumer. Sorry, consumer. Uh, me as a um, a distributor or a manufacturer, I wasn't gonna be invoicing or receiving direct um, direct. Um, you know, I wasn't gonna direct money from the from a shop or whatever. You know what I mean? Because that money. Was always going to Rosie's, you know, and then distributed to us or whoever it may be. If that makes sense, I hope that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. It, it's like there was a big middleman, or maybe yeah. you, the middleman, yeah. or you know, there was a, a third party that. Third, yeah. 
you know, it sounds like you were might have been well, you were definitely limited in what you could do. I mean, can you talk at all about the the agreement that you had with Roses? I mean, like, was there certain restrictions that you had on the Volo brand? I mean, I was in charge of the team, the mar- brand management, basically, you know, and I think that's the best thing because I wasn't doing the sales. I mean, I would, I also did sales, but I wasn't invoicing, you know. I, w- I mean, I would help whenever I could, but the direct contact is definitely not there. I, I, I'm brand, I was brand manager, you know. I managed the team, right. managed the marketing, the program, and I did the best I could to um, get it, the right people together, you know. And, and in that, in that sense, you know, it's been 15 years, so getting the right people together is kind of not the right way of saying it because we're all family now. It's like we've bought people for a long time. So, um, but my job is a brand management. I think that was ultimately it. And then Rosies would do manufacturing, of course, and distribution. In turn, they also had a sales sales department. Right. So it was a so good. You've... It was a good. It was a good team you know we're, we, we were a good team it, it worked yeah. yeah our sales weren't like we we're still selling skates you know what i mean like th- there was there's no like dip in sales you know um there was just distribution of money and right was it going and and um it's just got frustrating for me you know and no contracts and and instability so so of course, you know what am I gonna do? I got a family. I mean, I got I got people behind me. I got like all my friends who skate for the company. Um, so what I do? I go I go find it on my own, you know. And I found a way to do it affordably, where I'm not gonna be on the street tomorrow. <laughs> but still, it's still a risk, you know. I still got to put you know thousands of dollars. I mean, compared to like what I thought it would be when I learned in China. Like it, it really, you know, it wasn't. It has been that bad, and like, you learn a lot. I learn a lot with like terms and and able to like, when you have a good relationship with people, with good people, they believe in you, and that's still that's that holds that holds you know a lot. It takes you a long way, you know. Um, thank God, like I built a good relationship with this this company, and and now I got a product, you know. Like like I worked on this for two years, you know, in and and it's all it was all yeah it was all premeditated because i knew like this wasn't getting better and yeah so i'm stoked on the final product you know like it's it's been a crazy emotional ride and um but going back to that question i think i answered it i don't know as far as my my our roles together and yeah but as years go, as years progress, you know, like, I I never had a renewed contract, you know, and and that's why the the process was kind of seamless with the last week, you know, like like with the social media and and like it was all all premeditated because I wouldn't have any issues with you know doing like turning like doing my own thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're in um, charge. They weren't surprised. No? Yeah. Um, well, we left on good terms. And um, um, barring a couple things that I hope they live up to. Because um, 
if they're good people, they'll they'll live up to what you know what they're supposed to do. And but you know, I, I just need to you know. It's funny because um, I'm broke. You know, I put all my money that I have, and 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 this is all a risk. And and um, and I I just didn't want to be like 50. You know, I'm 41. It's not far off, right? I didn't want to yeah. be 50 and be like, "Fuck, man! At least I should have tried." You know? Right. Like I'd be like 50 and like regretting it, and 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 you really don't know like the kind of effect you have on people until like i mean it goes to like like on everything you know life in general if something passes away or someone passes away or a brand goes away it's amazing like how it affects people you know there's so much attachment it's like a weight yeah. you know what i mean so like my my this whole risk kind of like i was really nervous until until like the day the press release came out where where uh people were tripping you know like what that like, came out of nowhere and but after all that i was really sad of course but it just shows like the loyalty that and skaters are you know they care you know and, and on on what we were doing as a whole and totally so like that hope that gives me hope now and 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 to be honest like i've been this product is releasing soon and I've been trying to sell it to shops and, and they, it's like the support is unreal. It's really been crazy. Like the last 70, 72 hours, you know, I just been talking to shops all over the world that my friends, like, like it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, uh, the support and that's kind of crazy. Cause like as a person involved in the brand for so long, Volo and selling a product and developing it and, and selling it to stores, you know, like, like it, it's been an interesting understanding to figure out, like, like I, I, will see you at Lading Cup, you know, or I'll see you at an event. It's great to see you. I'll see you later, Mick, or I'll see you later, you know, Leon, and then, and then I won't see, I won't talk to you, you know. And I, I make a product that you buy and and sell, and but I don't converse with you, you know. This is the first thing that kind of hit me, but when you're at work and you're at the shop or you're, you're doing your thing, there's a third party there, like you said earlier. And that third party is, is your connection to, to the brand. And, and I, I just feel like there's, that's weird, you know, because it's, it should be, it's, it's supposed to be mine. Right. And we should, yeah. should be talking all the time. Like what colors are like your ideas, but that, you know, it's pretty, it is interesting because within, within skating, people think of Volo and they think of Julio. They almost right. think of you as as the owner of the company and everything that Volo does is they think, yeah. oh, it's Julio, um, which isn't entirely true. Like you said, you were pretty much just like in the marketing department of yeah. of this company. I mean, uh, like that's that's what I feel like I'm good at. You know, that's what I feel like I've pretty, been pretty good at for a long time. And that's what I could bring to the table. And, and at first it was just skating, you know? Yeah. And then you bring like then you can bring like your influence right yeah and then after that it's like all right it takes a business to to create i mean sorry it takes a group of things to create a business you need the manufacturer you need money you need a sales force you need to ship it you know you, you, so there's a lot of things that obviously one man can't do all but 
but now it's like it's got to that point where it's time to do it independently. This is 100% independent. There's no one else, you know, like it's just me, you know, like, wow. And it's a, and I, it's a, you know, there's not big numbers. I'm doing a thousand pair of skates, you know, like to me, that's a big number. Sorry. That's a big number for me, but like to bigger companies, it's not you know? like my Chinese manufacturer was like, so how many do you want to do? I'm like, Oh, what's the minimum? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like what can I do to get, you know, something here to America for me to sell or the product that I really, you know, that we developed a great product and, and, and the, the, um, the, the amount of, uh, resources that I was able to, to see, or, you know, see and, uh, Man, I got I got stories for days. We can talk about all kinds. We can go into like product production or or all the like. I got it's been a crazy ride to get to this point. Like, but uh, I yeah, forgot so what, I forgot what the question was already. I'm just <laughs> rambling. Tell tell us about the pr- the production of the new skate. Okay, so like I started talking about like it has a heel lift and all this kind of stuff. So what I had to do was I had to make a sole plate, and, and the whole point of this whole thing was to do a price point. You know, like not whole point, but I was that was that was the the direction I was going um, for initial skate was a price point skate um, comparable to when I say price point I mean like 165 170 like a v13 um, boot only is like 170 right and if you're buying on like a game mall or a roller warehouse in America um, that skate is um, what is it 170 boot only and that's what that's what I was trying to get and and I was able to do that with, with this skate and and there might there's gonna be a lot of like oh this mold I've seen this skate before whatever and 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 um, technology is you know it's nothing boosting technology but um, but it's skating you know like it's it's for one it's like for me to jump in this game I need to figure out a way to do it like you know this is grassroots as it gets you know like I don't yeah. you know financially. Um, I don't have capital to like develop brand new molds on every fucking piece. You know what I mean? So, but I know what works. A V13 works, you know? Yeah. No, uh, um, the throne worked, you know? Like, so like to be able to, to offer that product at a price point, which is the highest selling skate in the market is a price point skate around that, around that area. That was my goal, you know? And, and that's, that's what it is. It's an open mold boot. Um, with with like some with some you know modifications that that make it its own you know like and it's a one piece sole, um, very very black and white you know and and I um, the place that I make the skate at there you know they have years of experience they make a lot of skates that are on the market so it, the question of quality wasn't there was no question so um, uh, over a series of trips to China. Um, under the radar, uh, was able to get get it going, and 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 now we just released an edit today, and you know, releasing at Winter Clash. I developed this whole plan to to um, to get it out to a, a point where I would try to get uh, on pre-sale. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Like yeah, like I, would, I would like like I had. I basically paid the molds, and now I got no money. <laughs> but 
um, I got to that point. And then, and then my, my goal was um, straight up. My goal was to like pre-sell, whether it be through, um, which has been fucking amazing. Like the support I've gotten from all the stores that I've talked to, like, like there in no way in shape or form that I would have believed the support of like, like the shops pre-ordering to support this company, you know, in this, in this manner. And, and I can, you know, like your favorite skate shop is supporting this company. I'll just say that, you know, from, from all over the world, like, and, and, and this is like undeniably amazing to me because, because because of this, I'm able to take the next step and produce these skates, you know, and, and I mean, I haven't done all the math yet, but I'm, I'm in a good position to be able to pay for the production, you know, like fucking fully independent because of that. And my, my whole my whole game plan was like, okay, like maybe I'll only get two shops, you know? If I get two shops, I get if I get one in America and one in Europe and they can figure it out with me, then that's a big that's that's gonna help me out. And then I still have my own site, you know, and I do the best I can like to push it on them goods. You know, if you all notice, like there's no bottle skates on themgoods.com for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? And this has been a big yeah. to me too. So going back to controlling the product, controlling the inventory controlling yep. you know as a skater if it's coming back to the skaters where's it gonna go you know what i mean it's gonna go to the skaters and um anyway sorry i lost train of thought but so this whole this whole pre-order thing like we're launching next week on february 20th um on all, all my all the partners you know all the stores that that are on board they're helping me out they're gonna i mean helping me out but you know helping the brand out and um we're all gonna pre-order at the same time, like on the same day, and um, the skates are not gonna be delivered though till end of May, um, first week of June. So from February from February twentieth to to end of May, which is two months, not too bad. But we're just gonna continue to promote, and um, um, we got two colorways. Also, like that was a big thing to me too. Like um, no one knows that yet, but. I mean, listen to this podcast, they'll know. Well, depending on what day it comes out, I guess. Um, the, the thing with me was a big risk, right? So, 1,000 pairs, one color, right? And I just kept thinking, like, man, like, this is a, this is a pre-order. I'm doing a pre-order plan. Like, oh, this is, like, heavy. Like, 1,000 of one color, like, scary. You know That's what I mean? It's very scary. And, and I thought... And my last trip a month ago, I was like, to the factory, I was like, hey, do you guys think we can do two colors, you know? Because if I can do two colors, then that's like less risk for me, you know? That's like, um, like big relief. I can offer two colors to shops and, and, and they have more opportunity to sell, you know? Just totally. same on themgoods.com. Like, if you want to pre-order on February 20th, you can pre-order, you can have choices rather than just have one, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's a big thing for, for I, it is, I'm sorry, it's a huge thing for, for this whole investment that, that I'm getting, that I've gotten into. Um, but, uh, what, what's the other color? Are you allowed to reveal it? Calling it ivory, um, ivory and black. Well, it's white, soft white. We're trying to get that Solomon, that Solomon color, it's like an op it had a blue sole. And we try to get the match that. So um, that'll be 
also available at the same time. And that one looks like that one looks amazing. I think that's my you'll see you all see it soon. It's like it's just crazy how it's all all kind of working out for me. I'm I like I just can't believe it. Like I'm so happy that this is another thing. Like like okay, like my backup plan was um, to get a job and so I applied for the post office, U.S. post office, um, and this was uh, last month, right? It's fucking, I don't know if you ever tried to apply for this job, but it's militant. It's crazy. And I got through the whole process. I passed the test. I go to the interview. There's like 100 people there, and I'm sitting in there. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like all about it because I need, you know, like I'm trying to get a job. So, but it was just so wild to be in there and be like, like uh, I was there for five hours, you know? And I didn't think I was going to get the job because there's like a hundred people in there. Um, so apparently they have a lot of positions, but, uh, so this, the day after I put the press release out, I get the fucking email from the post office saying you're hired. <laughs> Holy shit. You can either accept or decline, you know, and, and, and they only give you seven days to, make a decision in like three days you got to do like the drug test and then you got to do a background check um that guy i don't do drugs and i haven't ever been to jail so i had a good chance of passing all that so uh i declined i declined uh two days ago you know because like this is working like at least i feel like it's working and and the number of people are pre-ordering and and <laughs> sorry I'm emotional Tears of joy. Definitely. We can take this part out, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can I can cut this on a little bit longer. Plan. You can you can you can leave it. Whatever. <laughs> it's uh it's been incredibly inspiring seeing all of those Volo accounts from all over the world switch to them them skates accounts. It's incredible. Uh, yeah, man. Emo- emotional roller coaster. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds like it. Wow. Because, like, the, the Volo is a family, man. Like, all over the world. and It's not, it's not even about the money anymore. It's, not, it's, it's just, like, like, I was telling the guys and people were crying, you know? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, the response to that first Instagram post where you basically announced that it was the end of Volo... Yeah, it really affected people. Like, it's like it's history. It's like all the times we shared, and not not even just the team, especially the team, but like because of social media, you're you're a part of it, you know. And yeah, it's like I just had to digest that and figure that out. Like people really give a shit, you know. Of course they do, but like going back to the whole wake thing, it's like when people pass away. I mean, my best friend died too, like January first, and I went to his funeral, and it was just like that all over again you know it's like whoa what the hell is going on you know like i know we have a lot of followers but you, you know you don't tend to see that many people like post or you know like comment and people are really people are generally generally sad and it sucks but it was a necessary thing to do 
and and I, I can only and like you said, like the followers change, like the you know the whole them goods. I mean, sorry, followed turning into followed Brazil, them them skates in Brazil, and, and that's just like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think people I, were. I, I, hey, for the record, I never asked anybody to do that. Like, I don't even know who some of these people are. You know. Like, yeah. So. I feel I feel like the the disappointment or the sadness that people may have felt like when they saw that Volo was dying. Yeah. It, in a sense, it made it that much more exciting. Like when you announced a couple days later. Yeah, them I mean, skates. It, was all, it was all planned that way. You know, like I knew. Brilliant. Like, Fucking brilliant. To, like I could have chose to keep doing Volo. I mean, I didn't have a choice, but in the beginning. Like, they didn't know I was going to do this, obviously, you know, like at the beginning of the year. And they gave me a budget, like what they thought that, that could be spent. And it was just like, <laughs> I won't even say it. It was just, no, you know, <laughs> this is not going to work. And uh, it was, it was like, sorry, I was just, I just like lost my train of thought but going back to like releasing the skate like i already had like it was all planned like i i needed to i needed to i couldn't just have volo even the opportunity to have volo there while doing them it wouldn't work you know what i mean like that doesn't make it it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense it wouldn't in right. in like having two companies people would be confused people are people are confused now you know like imagine there's there's both you know, yeah, there'll be, be a conflict of interest. Yeah, serious conflict. And so the only choice, really, it legitimizes what I'm trying to do on my own. You know, like, yeah. why would I, it doesn't make any sense to, like, do something on 100% on your own and then have this other thing that's not yours, that it's not working the way it needs to. I mean, from my point of view. This is from my point of view. Yeah. listening to this. So, I, <laughs> I know there's, like, always another opinion and like social media is crazy it's what like i was reading some of the posts out there man it's like world it's like the wild wild west it's like people are shooting bullets at each other and, and i mean the reality of this whole situation is is just what i've been saying it's like just trying to like take control of the product and and do great shit for as a as a skater for the community and i've always believed and i've always done that to the best of my ability I, at least i feel like it and and um and what's going to happen when the full margin of profit is coming back to them goods you know what i mean like what's going to happen it's going to go to the skaters we're going to have bleeding cups still we're going to do forecasts we're going to skaters are going to get paid you know yeah he's not going to be tied up somewhere else uh, wherever it is in this out of fucking who knows where the money is right now you know what i mean like hopefully i i'm 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 speaking on i'm hoping this all works you know and so far i feel really good that the support is there and i just hope that we can take it to the next level and and people believe in it because if this doesn't work man i got it <laughs> the great thing about this is a great thing. This is ground zero, right? This is ground zero. Like, like my overhead 
my overhead's in my house. It's my loft, you know? I've yeah. been living there for 15 years. Hopefully I can fit a thousand pairs of skates in there, you know? Like, the overhead's that, and I, I'm the only person <laughs> in there. And with the help of, like, obviously everyone's seen, like, Robbie Pitts did, the, you know, the team, like, to make, do what we did, you know, on the, on the under the radar, like, develop what is now them. Like, it's the same group, you know? Yeah, can you tell us, uh, give us any names, like who's going to be on the team, who's working with yeah, you? This is like, this is, what I, this is where I'm at. Like, like, I got zero dollars in my account, you know? Like, I have to sell every single one of those pairs, you know? Like, I, I don't pretend to be have money to, like, give anybody free skates, you know? Yeah. And much less royalties, much less less paycheck, you know, until things like turn over and start moving for the company. You know, and that's just normal business, right? You just need to be tight with your money in order to turn it around. And Oh, for sure. And, and the hard, that's the hard part. That's the hard part about this is like, um, you have to start fresh and start new and, and, and not give promises because when you start doing that, then, then you start losing money because then you start giving, too much product away or or doing stuff that you shouldn't do because you need to be tight that's, that's where i'm at right now yeah so everyone's family and 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 everyone's always going to be family to me you know but at the end of the day it's like i hope all everyone who's been a part understands the importance to 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 grow the brand you know and and get it sold and get it out there because that's where that's where it needs to that's where it's at you know like from ground zero and then we need to we need to like make sales i need to make sales you know that's i guess the other part of it the flip side of it is that's that's the exciting part because if it does well and if we continue to sell skates and then we're going to be able to do those amazing things yeah we're gonna be introduce riders we're going to be able to give a pro skate we're going to be able to give money back to the guys or you know it's like create a program, but like you can't do that if you haven't sold product, you know. So no kidding, yeah. And but that's that's the status of the team, I guess, you know. Like I also like to keep it a secret because it'd be cool, like you know. That's oh, exciting. totally, yeah. These like intros, like you know, if if it does well, of course. I mean, as as things progress, you know, like the dream, the dream to live, the dream on. On this is the, the whole process. So, yeah. How did it work with uh, the the Volo team? Yeah, you said it was like almost a two year process um, where you yeah. kind of had the idea. How, how many of the guys knew, or when did you tell them? Um, the majority of them knew. Like, well, you they know when when. They know when the structure of business affects them that something isn't right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when when there's something not like when they they know they knew something was up when they they found out that I'm having conflicts within the business. You know what I mean? And we're all we all like know everything. You know we all talk to each other all the time. So as far as like the team goes, so. Um, but 
it was definitely um, a drawn out process. Like, like the ideas was one, and then progress. You know, to be honest, like when this all thing was progressing, like I didn't even know I can do it. You know, like for the first year, I was like, like, can I actually do this? Like, you know, I didn't. I don't think I really found out that I can actually do it until like the second trip there, which was like last year middle of last year like i found out what the cost like uh what the actual total cost was of the skate and i was like oh that's doable you know what i mean um because there was a there was the those questions of like minimums you know and and uh certain certain things i wanted to adjust on the skate and whether it be like embroidery or even just like the materials, like um, materials of the liners. And so a lot of things that were variables, like it was like, like, it was all like naturally getting to where it needs to be. And that's what the product is now, like a natural organic thing that, that, that just was created because, because of what was happening. Like there was no way like, like that is, right now that you saw it was dark it's Darst and Cruz and and me um we all live here we all live here down south and and Robbie's here too and he's amazing yeah. obviously he's amazing at what he does and he made an amazing edit and we all shared the same vision of like how we wanted to project this and and that's what you saw so um but there are a lot of variables you know we had to be under the radar and um and somehow it, it, we were able to do it I think that's the product of like why how everything is so shocking, you know. Um, that that was the most roller coaster week in rollerblading history, possibly. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, for for me, man, oh, um, it's it's been crazy. Like, yeah, I, I don't even. I'm. St- it's not going to end anytime soon either. <laughs> <laughs> that post office job story. It's yeah. insane that that yeah and I, the other thing is that was an la job and i got another interview for santa Ana, which is where i live which is closer and that one they're gonna send me it because like i think you can see how it's processing on the website and they're gonna send me a, an interview for that um uh, i think in the next week and who knows maybe I, i'll have to take it you know like maybe maybe the um well we'll see like hopefully um, i can sell the gates <laughs> So your the thousand pairs of skates are coming to your house and yeah. um going to skate shops only or are you doing direct sales? How is that all gonna work? Yeah, I'm doing um the, wherever I can sell it, man. Demgoods.com. <laughs> Demgoods.com <laughs> is gonna have, is gonna is gonna be available both colors, but all all your favorite retailers are gonna have it too, like internationally. Uh, and a couple of things lined up too with a potential distributor in the UK and us in Europe and we'll see like I don't you know those aren't like solidified yet it's all like it's all real time right now you know like it's go time and just just trying to trying to work with like you know what you know I'm doing the best that I can with the ability that I know and the knowledge that I know and um, as long as like all everyone's continuing wanting to work with me and it'll, it'll work its way out but um, We'll be available globally. Like we'll be able, we'll be able at Hedenskate. We'll be able at Loco. We'll be able available at Click and Roll in, in France and 
will be available at beyond in Mexico. He was just at my house today. He, he was driving through. And, um, South America. I'm working on Brazil and 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 a pull. Uh, Paul Martin. He's he's you know he's he's or he orders skates, man. Like it's crazy. And uh, local uh, Oak City um, shop has. See, all these things just real time right now. It's all happening in the last 72 hours. So like, like, talk about emotional ride. You know, I was going to be working for the post office a couple of days ago. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's been a, a, a you know whoever's listening to this man is. A, I just want to thank everybody before them, like for all the support, like for all these years that people have given the brand. You know. Despite the, the difference, the, the change, um, I hold no ill will toward Rosie's. You know, I, it's business. Things happen. You got to, you know, you got to figure out how to, you, get, you can work in your best interest for, to whoever you are, you know. And, and there are a lot of things that happen in, you, in, in, in the business world that you just have no control of. And I totally understand that. So how, how bad it is, like, I can't speak for everybody else, you know, but... You just, have, you just have to, sometimes you just got to accept it. And that's what I did. I accepted that it wasn't going in my favor and I just needed to make a move that was in the best interest for myself and for skating and for my family. And 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 it was not the easiest thing to do <laughs> by any means. Like, but I would never have thought it would have, you know, 15 years is a long fucking time, you know? I thought it would just last forever, but I couldn't be more happier now being in this situation, knowing that um, full control of the inventory, full control of the product, full control of the, the money pipeline and relationship with the shops and distributors. Like, I tell them all that, you know, like, like, and I, I, I believe it, trust me, and as much as I trust in them, you know, like, this is, this is a crazy, crazy situation and, and I'm just stoked, you know. I'm stoked to talk about it with you guys, and it's a very, it's a very personal thing, you know. And that's what, in such a small community of people, it's a very personal thing. So for me to be able to talk to on your podcast and let people know like what's going on, it's very important, you know. Like I know I'm just rambling right now, but no, it's great. It's fucking great. It is great. <laughs> <laughs> I think people are going to be stoked. Like it, it it's very exciting like I mean the dream of like skater owned company. I mean people have tried it and I think yeah. it resonates with people like it's That's another thing too. Like it's personal. People have and, tried it and that's what worries me the most. You know what I mean? Like like I don't want to go down that road. Like like I I I'm doing the best I can. Like I know that like I said, like trying to make the smart move like Price point skate, low cost, but trying to make a, a solid product that doesn't break, that you can count on, that you can believe in. Like yeah. I want to put these skates on and be like, fuck yeah, this is like the realest shit ever, because yeah. it is, you know. And I believe. <laughs> yeah. it. Well, you have a lot of advantages. I mean, you have a distribution company. You have. Um, so, w- will you be doing complete skates as well? Well. Um, I still, I mean, I own youth, so I mean, the, yeah. the, lo- the, the molds are mine, so I still have frames in stock, and yeah, I'm offering completes. Um, it's a difficult thing to me. For, I, I obviously I make my own wheels now, 
and and I have bearings, so I have all the parts now. But yeah, um, I'm trying to figure out because I wanted to be still keep the price point. I like it to be around 200 to 250 for complete, but I need I'm still in the process of figuring out. It's all real time again, like trying to figure out um, where I don't lose money because the value of the products are a little higher. You know, they're not um, they're not like. I'm not a big company where I just have like, you know, I can just stock like all these frames and then discount them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Gotta be like holding the margin, even though it's fucking hella old product. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's just the truth of it. But So are you going to so, be putting but, uh, um, youth frames and wheels by yeah. hand on the skates yourself? Yeah, my house. Anyone wants to come over and help out? <laughs> that's awesome. That's incredible. We'll be, I'll be sure to be documenting it so people can see. <laughs> <laughs> so um, is is them goods just out of your house? Yeah. I used okay. to have an office. I had a, I had the shop, of course. Then I had the office. And then uh, because I was trying to save money for this a couple years ago. Um, and, I, and the office was on the second floor. And that would have been terrible, you know, to, to, to like bring skates up and down an elevator that, you know, like that's... It's a, I was already doing that, and that was terrible. So my loft is like on the bottom floor. I got two big, I mean big garage, but I got garages, two garages, and then I just gonna park the cars outside, you know, and then um, stack them high. I got high ceilings, <laughs> and uh, that's how it's gonna run until until I figure things out. With uh, you know, what's crazy on top of this is like the skates are gonna arrive in May. Right? This is another. This is another emotional thing. The skates arrive end of May, early June, and I have a I have a son coming in May. <laughs> wow! So I, I forgot about how many life things. Congratulations! Wow! Yeah, thanks. So, so many life be, things stacked. Yeah, it's just like insane time. It's an insane, <laughs> insane time to like. Oh, by the way, I'm having a child. Oh, by the way, a skate. You know, a thousand skates are going to arrive. <laughs> but, yeah, it uh, it raises the stakes. Yeah, a little bit. Can you imagine, like, like you mean you have kids, you know? Like, yeah. It's gonna be a heavy, heavy year. But um, my wife's amazing. She supports 100. percent And every like in the last three days, people have been supporting, and we just like we just can't believe it, you know? Like it's. I think we're gonna be okay, you know? Oh every, yeah. We're gonna be okay. So. I think it. I think those skates are just gonna fly off the shelves. Wow. It well, just I can't wait for people to see it too. Like I can't wait. For, I mean, there's gonna be haters. There always are gonna be, but of course the product is is. I'm proud of it. I'm really proud of like, of the the end the end all, and and I think people will, will understand and like when they ride it, you know, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great a great thing to see. See it out there. I think the way you referenced um, seeing the the very first throne model with Matthias was kind of fitting on how you're you're thinking about this. So, did that little that was, well, yeah, that was like the only way I could uh, I can like even imagine doing it. You know, like from my experience with just working with Italy and like, um, but what got me was the pricing in China. You know, like I was like, whoa, really? Like, and I, I still, it's still like, you know, it's not cheap. I mean, it's still money, you know, like 
but it was from my experience like when I made my youth frame, you know, substantially cheaper. You know, like and the quality just as good, you know? And they have made like where I'm at right now in China, they make a lot of skates. They make a lot of different brands. And um, if they don't make them, they know, like, it's like a, in, in the area that I'm at, it's like surrounding factories. So there's molds, there's like, there's like buckles, you know, you know there's, a, there's pads, there's a zone for pads, there's like a zone for um, everything. Like, so if you don't have something in one place, this other factory will have it, you know? I'm just learning right now, like, how it's all works. So this is just from my experience. And, yeah, what was um, the journey like for the contacts? Who did you? I, well, yeah, like I didn't say that. Huh? Like an old friend in, um, he used to work for Bauer um, from the mid '90s. He doesn't work for there obviously anymore. He, he actually uh, has his own business, but um, no one really know who he is. But he has a really good relationship with this particular factory. Um, they manufacture like also other stuff, skateboards, scooters, you know everything and and he's in that business so um, because of his good relationship with that factory I was able to get my foot in the door and then they figured out who I was and they learned quickly like hey maybe this guy can you know actually pull this off um, they gave me the minimums they gave me the call two colors and, and they believe in me too so it's kind of like a, a interesting pairing um, because I might have landed somewhere else. You never know. Like I could have, maybe I would have found a different place that wasn't going to be the way it is now. And but it's just, luckily, it's the right place to be. Um, it is for sure. Like I can't imagine a better situation because um, the people that I'm working with over there are great. So, uh, but that's how I met them. Like from good people meeting good people and doors opening because that's how it works. You know, like. And, and that's basically it, really. I just went for it, you know? They were like, this is what happened. They, they Skyped me, right? A factory. And and it was funny because there was like, I'm trying to do this on the, the radar. And I opened up the Skype like this, like how we are. And there's like 20 people there in a, in a <laughs> boardroom. You know? And I'm like, oh, shit. Because they were trying to show me like the skates that they make and the samples and stuff. And I was like, whoa, you know, like. <laughs> like okay you know like hi like i don't even know who, who's there it's like it's really weird you know like, i was like i don't know it was weird no leaks nobody was taking pictures of the instagram call posting it <laughs> i mean they were all i don't know who they were but <laughs> it's like obviously nothing happened out of it but i was super paranoid because obvious reasons and then that skype turned into like okay john so what do you think what do you want to do Here's some pictures, and I was looking at pictures. I'm like, what kind of skates are that? Like South America? Like okay, like what's underneath there? What kind of boots underneath there? I had like a ton of questions, like you know. And then these people are salespeople that I was talking to. They weren't manufacturing. They weren't like whole, you know, tooling anything. They're just sales. So they're like, well, if you come here, well, you know, we'll put you up. We'll take care of you. We'll just find out what you want. How about that? And then it was uh, Christmas Eve two years ago, and. I got the ticket that day. I was like, after they told me, like, all right, I'm doing it. Christmas Eve. Like, I mean, I'll never, I'll never forget it. And then um, bought the ticket right away. And and 
that was the start of it all. That was pretty much it. I went over there and I looked at everything they had and I was like searching like I was digging for records, you know? I saw some crazy stuff, bootlegs and like, man, it's crazy out there. Like, of like all the old relics, you know, skate stuff that was made in the 90s. Like, it's pretty awesome actually. It was pretty cool to see all that stuff because, you know, I, we're all skaters, been around for a while, you know? It's like kind of crazy to see like old product that is no longer around. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> Graveyard. Did you find anything that you might use in your arsenal later on that you can't reveal? Um, I, I that's that's kind of a question more for like like the guys or yeah, a little. So I, I maybe, but brainstorming though, you know, yeah. like I what I do want to do is like the, oh, the R skates are in three mm-hmm. sizes, right? So. They're in three sizes. We have three boot molds, and I'm calling them size small, medium, and large. Um, small being size seven, eight; medium being nine, ten; and large being um, eleven, twelve. And I'm only doing one liner per per, per size. Um, that has to do with cost and and like working with the production side of things and making sure like the compensation maybe because I'm doing two colors or I just like production costs and there was four molds available in that boot and it is a sabotage boot there was four molds made in that boot and the biggest boot was huge so I was like ah this trash that one so going back to your question is like I want to make the smaller size because right now it's only seven eight and if I can make a smaller size I would have to make a new boot mold if I was going to make a new boot mold, it would, it would be complementary with the sole plate, which would be a new style. So that would be maybe be the next step because I want to make kid skates. You know, I like to I'd like to fulfill those sales that are going to K2 or brands like that, that shops may be selling that aren't really giving back to the community um, right now. You know what I mean? As far as like sponsoring events or riders or whatever it may be, like I'd like to offer um, a range of a a range size for for kids that are younger. Because right now, um, the small our small size small is a seven eight. I'm very excited to put a intuition liner in that nine yeah. ten. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, what size V13 would you ride? Uh, I'm a 10. <laughs> I was borderline. I tried to get an intuition in, in the in the 9, but I was always a 10. It was a little big, but yeah, a 10 V13. One thing, one thing to keep in mind is uh, uh, Robbie's been riding my skates. He's a 10 V13, and he rides a, a medium, or the sample size, which is um, 9-10. So you might be the, the medium sample size that we have right now. Which is rad because it's a little wider, obviously, and you could downsize. It's not that much of a downsize either. It's like just like centimeters, you know. Like, and he has the intuition in it, or yeah, yeah, he he put them in there. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. damn. Um, I was gonna ask, did you ever have any history with the Bauer trying on the original Bauer shell, or any? Did Bauer ever try and make you an offer to ride for them, or oh. what was? How did that all work? I came in like 
right when um, Rosie's was my first sponsor. So they were kind of competing. I think they had AJ, they had Tracy White. So they were like, I was ready on Rosie's. So there wasn't really an opportunity to, you know, I, I, if there was, I didn't even see it. So I never, I never ventured in that. Yeah. There was never talking anyone talking to me about it. And you never put your foot in the skate at any point? You just oh, always never. Yeah. Never did. <laughs> I mean I was kinda of turned off with the green. I mean it's funny people think that Bell <laughs> is the Bauer, but it's not obviously. But um that green always turned me off back in the day. Oh yeah, they, they had Sam Fogarty, I remember, and they had uh yep. what else did they have? From Canada. Nick Nicky Adams. Nicky Adams, any other home, uh, he was really sick. Um, there was Serge Mau. Serge. Jan Frenette. Jan Frenette, that's it. Yeah, he was, he was in Bowers. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they were going to make a black version of that skate that never came out. So then that mold evolved into the Sabotage mold? Or how does that, if you can... Um, this mold is, um, this mold is open. So basically, I have a contract with the factory um, that they can't sell to anybody else. And same as my, I own my own mold. So I have obviously I have a contract for that, that for soul plates. Um, but that's purely how um, I, I found this skate and it had that crazy soul plate. It was like, you know, and the, it was buried. And I dug it up out of the bottom, and then I looked at it, and I was like, hmm, I like these lines. You know, I like the shoe lines. It's kind of interesting. And then I, and I was like, hey, I took off the soap. It's crazy soap plate. It's like elevator shoes, you know? It's like, it was interesting. It was like, how the hell did they even think about selling these? It's crazy. But, like, I took them off, and then the, that's when I saw the heel lift, like the V13, you know? And I was like, oh, shit. And I was staring at it for a long time. If I get rid of if I you know, I can mod it a little bit, get rid of the... The bump eyelids that you know the Bauer had, and I smoothened that out. And then, uh, what else did I do to it? I think that's pretty much it. The liner that it came with was really sick. The hood liner that we have on it now, like I really like that look. Like it's just something different. Like that's not out there. I mean, this whole skate, if you look at it, when you look at it, when you have pictures out, like it definitely has its own like vibe, you know. And that's what I really liked about it. It has like its own presence. Like you put that on the shelf with the other skates, you're definitely gonna look at that one and be like, "Whoa, that's what is that?" You know, um, it being black, it simplifies it a lot. But you'll see with the white colorway, it, like it, it accentuates the, the the lines and and the contrast. It's really like, I'm really proud of the white one because it's kind of like I don't even want to talk. You'll see. It's just like really stoked on how how it all came out, and, and it's funny that it is that skate and and um i saw a kid right when he posted the edit today he's like really disturbed it's like not some new technology and i was just like dude like we're not like i'm not like some crazy millionaire dude that is going to come up with like the next level like you know iphone x you know like this is flip. <laughs> this is like uh this is street skating you know it's just you know solid street skate that's that's what it is and you want a street skate? This is it, you know. It's good. But oh no, sorry. Our wheel wells. I made bigger wheel wells. Um, um, Robbie put his wishes on there, and 
no stress. And um, I'm on youth frames a little different because uh, they're like the millimeters, like uh, I think biggest wheel is 57, or sorry, 58. It's the biggest wheel you can put on there, but um, I put 60s without rubbing. Um, I put 60s on this on the, for the new wheel wells, and they're fine on a youth frame. Um, which and it doesn't doesn't rough. So I I I'm, I measured it. It's around 65 the wheel well from a youth frame's perspective. It'll fit, but you'll see the wheel wells are deeper. Than, Damn. So yeah. you won't have to mod for wish frames, most probably. Yeah. No, you don't. Like Robbie put Ooh. them on. He's like stoked. So very I'll nice have, addition. I have pictures of the wheel wells that people can see. All is gonna be like we're gonna have them all online very shortly. Like we're just kind of obviously been teasing the photos, but. I'm gonna go first. He's on the move. He's on the move. Julio's walking towards the Starbucks. Just like talking, I feel like we're talking a long time. Is it? Sorry. This right? whole scene kind of reminds me of like espionage. <laughs> it does look when like you were like the intro when it was it was nighttime. <laughs> it's really loud in there. I got like. I got like 5% on here. I just don't want it to die, you know? Oh, okay. Um, let me see. Maybe I can save some. Of... Okay. What else? It's kind of an interesting photo, the, the post of vo- announcing the Volo, that it yeah, was yeah. the best of times, it was the end of times. Is that yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, striding? Yeah. Dar shot it. We were, that was like our last day filming in LA. And are you wearing in this picture? Are you wearing them skates? Yeah. Okay. Like it was like in, the, in my one of my, my last clip. I think I did that sold the wall ride. That's that's the same spot. That was actually the last clip that was shot for the promo. Your skating was. Sick how long have promo. you had the? How long have you had the the prototypes? Um, November. Been testing it since November. Um, do you need to plug your computer in, or? I think I do, but it's really loud in there. I think my, the, I'll put my headphones on, but I'm afraid that's gonna mess up the. We'll try it. Maybe I won't. I'll just see how loud it is. If it's too loud, then you let me know. Because it's more about you guys, right? Okay. Hearing, recording me. Can you still hear us right now? Yeah. Yeah. Find the charger. Starbucks. This is amazing. This is good right here. Oh shit! That's Julio. <laughs> Yeah, we can still hear you. I'm trying to like charge. Okay, now we're okay. Okay, that still sounds good. I think. If you. Cool. Can you hear me? Can you hear us? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hello. Yep, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. And your computer's plugged in. Yep, we're good. Okay, perfect. Um. Do you want to talk a little bit about the soul plate and developing it, or? Um... Yeah, um, it's two pieces. Oh, sorry, it's not two pieces. <laughs> One piece. Um, 
similar to the sizing of the TV V30, sorry, TV uh, or the JJ, um, the second generation um, sizes of the soap plates for the Volo, like on the latest SK, the same, similar dimensions. Um, one piece similar to the V13 as far as like flat sole. Um, the groove is different. Um, Cruise actually developed that groove. It's like a little more, it's not as deep as a, it's a little more shallow. It's kind of like a do yourself, but it's, it rides rad. It's different. Kind of, it's definitely look different. It looks different uh, from the other grooves that are out there. But uh, we're stoked on them though. They, they grind rad. Like you got um, the plastic's solid and the, the TPU. TPU boot plastic is, is all good. We, we went to two different kinds of uh, hardnesses on the boot. And um, nope, so far no issues. Gar seems to be doing all right with the big gap. So but that's pretty much like just kind of brought over this my famili familiarity with the, the, the ball soles, really. And um, that's pretty much it. It's just basic flat sole. Um, nothing, I think nothing flashier than that, really. Was there a point um, in in the history of Volo where I can't remember when the V13 got released, but then it's it's. Did you notice it started to gain more popularity because of its simplicity? I think it gained popularity for because of the size more, riding it um, first, and then obviously Alex and everybody else started. But uh, I think the nostalgia of like how skating was back in the day. Um, nostalgia is a big thing in blading, obviously. <laughs> it seems to be a ongoing nostalgia for blading from products, and resale, and videos, and whatnot. Um, and it's a classic look. I mean, when I started skating, that was like my first skate. So like, I think it was a lot, the majority, like a lot of people are just like me. So um, I think it all contributes to to it. Um, but yeah, like I think, obviously, I think Sizemore brought it in um, super heavy um, earlier when he was riding M12s. And obviously Alex, he looks good on any skate, but... Um, I, I was there's a number or a, there's lettering or something right by the cuff on the boot on this new skate oh yeah yeah this is a good thing um, so there was like oh, we were trying to figure out a name for the skate and um, when I first picked it up it had um, a gray I have a picture of it still I think it was a gray or black I think it was gray gray sharpie on it and it had a name um, 908 on it and um, I asked them, like, what is that? What is that number? And they're like, oh, that's the, the mold number of the, of the boot. And I was like, oh, okay, sick. All right, that's the name of the skate then. So I've been calling it the 908. And then, <laughs> um, I didn't like how that looked on the, on the side boot, so we just took it off. That, that's not um, going to come on the skate. So this is basically a signature of the, of the sample. Like, like, when you see that, that's a sample skate, basically. There won't be that logo on there. But the 908 is the, the name of the skate. We're going to call it that. And um, did you know, or did you get the reference right away 
when Latimer's climbing up on the roof saying, let's get them skates? Did you, was that only well, after? <laughs> Who brought it up two days ago, a day ago? Uh, oh, no, it was Gavin. Gavin Drum. I was on the phone with Gavin, and he was like, like, uh, he just immediately said that for some reason. I don't know, he brought it up. I was like, oh, my God, that's right, you know? And then someone just put a fake account online, them skates with a Z in the end. I don't know who it is. Um, and tagged them skates or our account. And then I looked at it and it was just an edit. I just posted or I rebranded. But, um, but yeah, it was like a, brought up by Gavin. I totally didn't think about it. Until, so he, no, Dustin didn't name the company. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just a beautifully serendipitous moment yeah, from, like from all to be right. <laughs> wild frankie also dropped a pass me them skates in uh, one he? of his videos yeah that might be conf- conf- conflict of interest though. Oh, <laughs> that's right that's right how do you feel about um the energy around skating right now even um we were confused when we worked with uh that engineer at k2 for a little bit that it's super confusing that it seems like the energy around skating is amazing but you hear conflicting stuff about the size of it in North America. What are your thoughts about the amount of boot brands? The you're, you're, you're calling me at a good time where I'm going to talk positive because like people want to buy the skates, you know. And so, but I do talk. I did talk to Heaton Skate. I can say um, what they said. They're like they had their biggest sales in 2017, and they're growing right now. So that sounds great. And then I was talking to uh, somebody else. Uh, I can't remember who it was. Uh, it's another account that I would talk to. I can't even think of who it was, but it was positive. It was like, uh, same thing. Like, more skates, more skaters. I can't remember what it was. I mean, even like, um, talking to this potential UK distributor. Um, it's, it's just, yeah, like I said, consensus is positive. I mean, I won't really get a really good heartbeat, you know, until, um, again, like talking to the customers more and, and like having a, a real skate out there that, that can like be a pulse, you know, like I'll get an idea, like, like what, what's happening, you know, with whatever shop is saying. And that in this case, it's like I said earlier, it was a big, it was a weird thing. Like, like not talking to customers all the time. You know, like I don't. It doesn't make sense for me not to be. I haven't been doing that for all these years. It's weird. But my consensus is like, uh, for North America, you mean? Is that what you said? Or just in general? Or? Um, it, to me, it always seems like North America is one story, and the rest of the world is one story. Yeah. Yeah, I would say like Europe is definitely more exciting. Like, there's a lot more excitement for the like for for the product for for them right now as far as like the amount of stores maybe because it's more condensed out there and the countries are so close but there's like different you know a different store for a different country there's shopping ukraine there's like adv there and then there's like numerous stores in uh, france and then you got then you got uk that has store you know like so everything's kind of like it seems like everything is um, bigger there, but but even unrelated to to sales. Um, yeah. 
it must be an inspiring time just the people that you watch that are skating and making stuff in the past decade even even the past five years for skating yeah like there's a lot of products huh like always seems to be like like are you talking about like product in general or I'm talking about like, vod's products uh yeah. everything there's a i don't know there's something about skating right now that changed yeah. I'm such in like a a whirlwind of things happening, you know. It's hard to to gauge. Oh, more than what I'm doing right now. <laughs> but I feel, I mean, I'm feeling good about everything as far as this goes. But, um, that reminds me, um, Volos Volo Six. Yeah. What, what if you want to talk about that or what? Yeah, it's gonna happen still. Um, Ivan wants to do. I think he wants to call it something in the nature of Volo Farewell. Like it'll be like the last video. Um, we're still discussing on how like it'll run, like how it'll work, like um, toward the end, or like, maybe there's some sort of like closure with the brand, you know. Um, but he has so much amazing footage, you know. He's shot for a couple years now and. So he's putting it all together. Um, he was talking about summer, um, maybe a ball of farewell or something of that nature. But it's definitely coming out. Um, have it? Have any of the? Uh, <laughs> have any of the riders already ordered their skates? Uh, what? Well, no, no, no. Well, if, well verbally. <laughs> I'm buying some. There's a lot of people who shouldn't be buying skates that are going to be buying. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, really? Gonna, so I'm going to buy two pairs. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't want to put games out, but there are definitely a lot of, yeah. No no money transactions, but people are verbally confirming. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome, you know? It's crazy. Um, I was gonna ask about was the Rose's post the follow-up post to your yeah. post? At least that's what it felt like. Did you know that was coming or? I mean, I kind of knew that it was gonna come out because they would have to, you know. Like I knew, I knew that after I gave them um, the idea. Well, I confirmed like I'm done, you know. Like I was, I'm done like working with Rose's and. Um, I think it was on Monday. And the press release came out on Wednesday, I think. But anyway, I, I just knew that I had to put my press release out before they did in general, you know? Like, I wanted to at least. Um, and, I, and I had to email it to them, you know? Um, and that, their response, well, obviously, yeah, was to, to it, but got some mixed reviews i guess but i just you know it makes sense though it makes sense to like to, to sell product you know like you can't they got to sell product you know whether they did it they executed it right or wrong or good or bad um they're a business and they got to sell product they got to put it out there and um so do you do you know anything about 
about their future plans? Uh, no, I, I would hate to hate to say anything that I, you know, you know. I, I keep that, I'll keep that question. Uh, All right. Okay. I prefer. Uh, <laughs> is there anything that you're really excited to do with a new brand that uh, things that you that you didn't do with Volo or taking things in a new direction with this new brand? Like, are you excited to have a, a clean slate yeah. to work with for branding, marketing, everything? Me, AJ, me and AJ talk a lot, a lot of stuff like, uh, I mean, I'm not in any position to do it yet or anything, you know, like I just want to get to point B and just see if I can sell skates on my own and get them out. But yeah, there's a lot of things that kind of kind of makes sense with like royalties, you know. Like maybe I don't. I'm not. I mean, experienced enough on like how the business should run, selling a product and making sure you turn over, covering your bills, and then making profit. I, mean, I need more experience with it, but like maybe time will tell. But I mean, what is like. What's keeping a company from giving, you know, three, two dollars or three dollars for a pair of skate, a pro skate, to more? You know what I mean? So if you like, if you sell a skate for a certain price, you know you're getting your margin, right? As a as a business, and you put, say, you add like ten dollars on there instead of two dollars, and that ten dollars, say, if the skate is like normally not a pro skate is like 180 and you want to add ten dollars on there it's 190 and you give that ten dollars to Alex Roscoe and you sell a thousand pairs how much money does he get you know what I mean why is it two dollars right why is it 350 like Maybe it needs more analyzing from my end. I mean, AJ talk about it a lot. Like, you know, we, yeah, it's like, is there something like, even if it was like, maybe the skate company wanted to make more margin, figured it out, and the skate was 200 bucks. You know what I mean? People are still going to buy it. And then, I don't know. I mean, I, obviously, it takes some more thinking because I'm just, first time jumping in this on my own but it seems like it's reasonable maybe ten dollars is too high maybe five dollars i don't know but you're just saying a thousand skate imagine if it was twenty dollars you know twenty dollars twenty grand i mean so i'm just talking out loud of course, because like i'm like you know but if i'm selling this if we're selling the skate at that margin is that crazy to say no maybe not Something to think of, something I'm really trying to explore, basically. Because that would be so crazy if, you know, one skate run, and Roscoe sold a thousand pairs on his name, you know? Like, if it was $20 for royalty and the skate company just made his margins, like normally does, added $20 on it, $200 skate, people would buy, you think people would buy $200 skate, right? Or, yep. With Roscoe's name on it? But that's the thing is like 200 isn't much more than 170. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I, I gotta figure it out. I'm just food for thought. 
And those kind of things are need to be figured out. Maybe it's easier for the company not to give royalties that high. Maybe it's easier. Maybe maybe I figure out it's easier to do salaries. But I don't know. I gotta figure it out. It's like my first time to have that control, you know. And um, it's exciting. It's exciting to figure out. It's like a blank canvas, like like you said. Like uh, I just uh, I do know that it's all going back to the community one way or another. Whether it be events, playing cups, roast skates, I don't know. Like. The more of that happening, this is another thing. Is like identity is a big thing. Now, me and Alex were talking about identity. Like, um, there's not much. I mean, call it brand identity. You can call it an identity for for blading for bladers. Like, like it's definitely lacking. In, in a specific way, and I'd like to, I'd like to like offer that. Yeah, I want to, I want to like show people outside skating like an identity that's fucking awesome, man. That's sick. It's like, wow, that's sick. You know, like you don't blade, that's sick. And, and to create a brand identity, like I don't want to compare it to stuff outside the industry and certain brands, but like that's appealing to to get people into it. And, and that's what I would like to do with this brand. It's like, I think Balo did it, but this could be another extension of that. Where you're stoked when you see that, you know, when you're stoked to see. I mean, as a skater, hopefully you're already stoked. But like, if you're an outsider and you're getting in, or, or you can relate to it because you think it's cool, and you can say, "Oh, that those four dots, you know, that's waiting. That's sick. You know, like I'd love to get that identity back into like what we do." Out to, to the masses or anywhere, you know, like however way we can. I, I think, think that makes sense. Yeah, I think the the four dots and even just the name alone is amazing for for yeah. a start. What you can do with little uh, emojis, four emojis in a row. I mean, yeah, that's that's great. Um, and them just them give skate. a shout to um, Mike McMullen um, and his and his and Cheryl. Arms, Arms Studio, like, just a shout out to them because like Mike developed that logo like a couple years ago. He knew we were, he knew I wanted to, like that was the next step, and I was like, oh man, like he even helped me figure out the name, you know? Just like, what are we gonna do with it? I don't want it to be too far off from what we already do. I want to keep it like closer, and obviously, them goods is like it's all here, you know, all mine. And, them is not far off from that. He's still connected to two, but he's, he's like, dude, though. like I also wanted one word, you know, and then it wasn't that hard to figure out that. And then like he told me like, a day or two later, oh, I'm working on something, and then he sent me that the four dots by himself, and I was like, oh shit, you know, like that's so simple. <laughs> it makes so much sense. And then um. And then I was started thinking about trademarks. I, I trademarked our logo, um, so we, we own all. We own, we own it. Um, but the lawyer, I, I, I got I got a lawyer. Um, it's a really easy service. It's like online, and it's, for some reason the four dots weren't trademarked. You know, I was wow. like, it's crazy, weird. In an action sports, there's no 
wheel, four wheel rows like in a row in straight park. And then, and then I thought, well, how can I get to it? I asked my lawyer, like, how can I get it to where um, I won't have any issues? Oh no, he told me, you, if you want to have no issues with anything in the future, you should probably put your name on it, the name of the company. And then I was like, okay, and then the four letters, obviously, fit perfectly on top. So that's how, like, and then Mike you know, put that logo together, and that was it. I was like, oh, shit, okay, that's it. And then um, I trademarked it. Um, I actually just got the confirmation for that not too long ago, like two weeks ago. It took a long time. It took a year, I think. And so was the the wheel company part of the whole strategy? Yeah, it was like, um, that was like in the beginning testing, like for me personally to test like how like I can get the product, like working with the factory, can I deliver a product, can I make, you know, like building the relationship basically. Will John buy something from them <laughs> or can they get in here? That was good, yeah. But the whole intention was that 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 was going to be a skate company since the beginning, yeah. So the four dots that were on the wheel was the precursor to the skate. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And it was always there, you know. So I'm just waiting for the product to get there. Yeah. And now we have it. So. Is that 57 millimeter mold the original, uh, the face wheel mold? That I don't know. That I don't know. Oh. Maybe. It has a similar shape, huh? It does look really close. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering. It's not, that I don't, I don't know the answer to. Could be. Um, if your computer's charged up or you know, we don't yeah. want to take a lot of your time, but if you yeah. want to take more time, um, we could you could go back outside where it's quieter. Yeah. I can edit this part too. The guy next to me wasn't dealing with it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Who's this dude in the yellow shirt? Talking about them. I don't want to hear about them. <laughs> Who are they? This is trade shit. <laughs> okay. Back inside. And you're still good for a little bit, Todd? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. So you're, you're, yeah. you're heading out to Winter Clash? Uh, I leave tomorrow morning. I go to Germany with my family. Um, my wife's German, and we're going to see her parents. Um, and we chill for a day, and then I drive out on Thursday. I pick up the guys in the airport. Um, and then uh, I think I'm picking up Yvonne, too, and Brandon, Darst, and, and Cruz, and I think Happy. You wanted me to pick him up, too. We arrived around the same time. So we're all <laughs> going to hang out in Amsterdam for the day, I think. And then um, head to uh, head to our – I got an Airbnb out there. Goes to the skate park. And I think that's Thursday. 
Yes, Thursday, and then Friday I got we have I have that panel with Arlo and Naffy. Um, on Friday, and then the trade shows right after that. So I'm really excited because like what I did was like I got the the ivory sample, the finished sample, um, shipped to Germany. So I haven't actually had it in my hands. But I've seen a lot of photos, and I can't wait to get it up. So we'll be seeing the ivory sample. At Winter yeah. Clash? Yeah. And um, that panel, it's it's a themed panel. I think, is it called Been There, Done That? Which one? I think oh, yeah, that. yeah. I don't, I don't really, yeah, I think it's, I believe it's just talking about the history and uh, our, our experiences. I think Ricardo Lino is monetized. I think he's the host. I'm not sure. How, actually, I don't even know how it works. But. That was an extra funny part about the entire week of skating that Ricardo posted that Solomon video and then everybody was arguing about Solomon skates. Then you posted the Volo announcement. Then Rose has posted the thing. Then you posted the skate. It was like <laughs> four or five things in a row. Yeah. In the same goddamn week. So I think Winter Clash is going to be great for everybody who's there. A great... A new, a new start. <laughs> yeah, a new era, huh? It feels like it. Yeah, definitely from my side, you know, definitely feels like a new era. How many skates are you bringing? Just two, or you and Darth I, will have them. Um, yeah. skating of skates. Uh, Cruz and Darth will be riding, and Robbie, they have they have skates. I won't be skating, but or maybe I'll skate around. But. They have they'll they have actual actual samples so and we'll show the cream sorry the ivory and the black at, at our booth and we'll have like some soft goods and stickers to give out we made postcards too so excited excited to get to see the reaction you know I'm actually really curious to see the reaction to the video I'm gonna look at my phone and it's gonna be like shit talking for sure <laughs> we'll yeah. Hopefully not as much for talking. Um, how do you, what do you say to the armchair skate engineers and armchair skate company owners out there? I, you know, it's like, I don't, I can't, you can't really control anybody, you know, you just kind of got to keep going and do the best you can. And hopefully people understand it. You can't ever, you know, you're not going to be able to get everybody on your side. So. Um, just hopefully just keep over time people just kind of slowly figure out hey maybe John's doing the right thing you know maybe maybe like maybe this is the best thing that happened in a long time maybe I should support it and maybe I should support fellow skater you know and, and, and how can you <laughs> Oh man, how can you not? You know, like how can you like not support a fellow skater? I don't, I don't understand that. But hey, everyone has their own opinion. I think a lot of people thought when they were supporting uh, Volo, they were supporting you 100%. No, they were. I mean, I mean, they definitely were. Like that's guaranteed. But I think I'm more referring to now. Yeah. You know? No, exactly. Yeah. But. If they have anything to complain about, now is more of a time to support you 100%. Yeah. 
Paulo was, but this is a, a whole other level. I, I would think so. I, w- I would agree with you. Um, <laughs> it's, so f- it's so funny to think like how how dramatically like what it means to wear a volo, how it changed from like last week to this week. Yeah. Like it's like, you know. I think <laughs> like the reason why I said I probably won't skate this weekend is because I gave Robbie my samples. And maybe I'll grab them from him, but like I don't want to ride my bottles anymore, you know? Right. Like, I'm ha- I'm having that same problem. I just I ordered some V13s and we're going to be filming for a new video and I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to skate them, John. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of people going through this moral dilemma right now. But yeah. we can we got to skate something until we get our hands on the new skate. That's totally okay with me. I mean, Volo is still no. I, I didn't mean to say it that way. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. But I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> the nostalgia and that—that's like serious. That's like my life. All a lot of people's lives, you know, heart and soul. So, heart and soul, heart and soul skating. It's it's funny because you you put out a lot of. Uh, skating content like in the last year yeah um you would think if you were you had this plan it, it just seems like you wouldn't really be as inspired to be skating in in volos as you were oh no it was the exact opposite well um people don't know i mean maybe they didn't notice but i did take a month off because i was so frustrated with my relationship with Rose. i wasn't posting anything on the on social media for like a straight month i, I some people re- realize it was maybe like three and a half weeks but some people noticed it and then then I something clicked I guess it clicked in my head like I was skating for for this you know like right I was to just to I mean not just for this I mean I love skating regardless I'm gonna skate but like I, I just knew like I had something to look forward to and and I needed it you know skating every day obviously like all those projects, like the 30 day challenge or like whatever it may be. Like I, I don't know. skating to get to this point, I guess, you know, it's got to feel great to be skating in, in the new skate. Yeah. It's, oh, it's over. The only thing for me, it's not my size. So like, that's like been the toughest thing, but, um, the grinding and everything and, and the comfort the left the liner is really comfortable like um but and the past that just the whole believing in the product you know like that's fucking that's it that's 100 percent. you know like yeah it's like the truest thing and, and you know i just i look at it now i'm like fuck you know but i also need to get my size like that's that's coming next month so the the prototype that you were in for the for the uh, teaser, yeah. were they too big? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're 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 too big. They're not. They're one size. I'll ride the size small. Yeah. And that's size medium. So. Your skating was pretty good in a skate that's too big. <laughs> Thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> so you're gonna get I'm, your size in when everyone else gets their size in May, or do you get your size sooner? Oh. Get it sooner. Yeah. Like I get the final samples for the. Small size and the bigger size, and, and then after that, um, it goes into production. 
that I prove it. And that's like, I get that um, in a few weeks, in a couple weeks from now. And then after that, it takes about a month for um, production. And then after that, it takes about, it takes 45 days to get, to get here on boat. And the date, the tentative date was last week of, of May. Um, and then uh, as long as everything goes to plan and then give it a cushion in a couple weeks. And that's why we're releasing we're, we're official releases in June. So like the pre-order will be online, like I said earlier, February 20th. Um, and throughout that period of time, we'll have, we'll keep like pumping material out and, and, you know, this podcast or an interview or we have a promo we're working on another one and, you know, just try to keep people interested in understanding like, um, the progress, um, with the product. And... Do you ever like trip out on, do you ever think about the thousand pairs of skates just in a box, like on a boat that's in the middle of the ocean? <laughs> I actually have it. I, I, think it, I know I think about it as how much that's going to cost. Because <laughs> uh, that's, that's what I'm thinking about. And I hope I have no issues. You know, I hope it makes it like over here. I definitely think about that. Is that what you're asking? <laughs> just, just that visual kind of, I started thinking about the box with all the skates. It just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just well, I have a visual actually of them showing up at my house, you know, in you know, in this, this flatbed truck, and looking at the boxes and being like, "Fuck, how am I gonna fit all this in the house?" I yeah, that's a lot of yeah. a lot of stuff. But you know, it's it's a dream, right? Yeah, that's the ultimate dream, and. and if it's one time and that's going to be the only one time, then I'll be stoked. But, you know, I hope we can keep it running. I hope we keep it going. I remember in an old interview that uh, that excitement of something new always coming out. And uh, this, the, the shocking factor of all going down with the amazing follow-up of the silhouette of the skate was one of the more exciting new things that had happened in skating in a, in a long time, especially since it was attached to you and all your history of follow. So you must be proud of <laughs> just that you, you were making new things with follow, but this is new on a whole new level that, that the excitement around it is more than any new volo skate you could have made. I think the questions like John, John should know that like, Joey and I were like texting each other back and forth, like, "What's yeah. what's John's next move? Like, what's he gonna do? Like, this is so interesting." Um, oh, was, because I... there was the possibility that you were just done. I mean, or that you didn't have a plan. I kind of, I kind of assumed that you had some kind of plan, especially where it said like to be continued on the ad. But yeah. it was very, very intriguing. But like, what's next? Like, what's what's he gonna announce next? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, I mean, it was all pre premeditated. It was definitely all planned, and I'm glad it. I'm glad it was affected that it was it was uh, executed. Like, it couldn't have gotten executed any better. 
in that in that perspective, I think. Um, it was it was I was able to do it this way too under the radar and all and all this stuff. Like I said earlier, because um, so fast because like there was no ties with Rosies anymore. You know, like there never there never was. Um, but how did it were stay, there any how did what? it stay under wraps for so long because it things being surprising these days uh it's stuff always leaks out nobody knew anything how did you keep yeah. it under wraps so well oh, I, the homies are really good did not say anything the team was really good but new and i just like I never, I was like, you know, these days, I guess you, you post stuff and then you, it looks like, oh, where is he? You know, and I, I guess I just didn't do that. You know, I just kind of, whenever I went to China, I didn't post anything. I just kind of kept it under wraps. And then these, it was funny with these sessions, like, we can't go to the skate park, right, guys? Or we can't, <laughs> not that any bladers are going to be at the skate park anyway. That's, that's a joke. But, you know, like. It's just like some of the homies would want to go skate. We'd be like, "Oh man, really? I'm not. We just lie, you know, like, <laughs> you know, or like, uh, I don't know. It's just we just knew it was necessary, right? We, we we had a plan, and 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 in order to execute it like it was, it just it was it just had to be that way. It was funny when we were at Gill, we we're at Roller Warehouse, and Gill watched the edit, the first draft. And he was like, the first thing he said, he was like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> guys are like 007 on this shit. The way he said it. <laughs> I was just like laughing. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, well, you got to be like looking over your shoulder all the time. And no one's like Snapchatting you. He, you know, he's just like, it's funny. But I was like, so we just, we just, you know, that was over like maybe a period of seven sessions to edit. And I, I didn't actually go on all of them. I think I missed one or two. But it worked out. I'm really proud of how Robbie put it together. He did an amazing job, like, capturing the vision of, like, a lot of emotion in the edit. Like, he really, he really hit it on the mail of everything. And, and I love it personally because I, I mean, I'm biased, but I have a personal attachment to, like, little things in there, you know? breathing heavy and the hand gripping and he did all that on his own you know it's like wow man like you're like you, he captured real motion and that's basically what it's all about right now you know like with the emotional roller coaster that it has been he's been a long ride with it you know like all, all of us have been like we had this like text group and we're just like like all these things happening all the shit talking all the positive comments all the, like the switching of the ballo to them. We have this like text group and it's amazing. You're just like, oh my God, like there's like a hundred texts every like, you know, 10 minutes, just like bugging out on like how everything is like working. And I don't know, it's a, it's a good energy. It's a good, it's, a, it's, a, it's the right energy. So. Are you going to be sleeping tonight or, cause after I, this, you have lots of messages to catch up on. You bunch the edit. I 72 i haven't slept for five four days i maybe slept a couple an hour or two a night but like i just like i know i have to sell the product you know so like european or, or international places i'm calling at night some of my conversations go like this like just like this 
and just because we're all homies and we're like we all skate and we have the same shit to talk about and like i'm just saying the same no i'm explaining like what i'm explaining to you guys i, I tell them you know like and 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 then we catch up and like so what's up with it you know so it's like all these kind of things happen and next thing you know you don't sleep and the next conversation happens and <laughs> well it's it's been pretty crazy yeah like I, today i talked to diego was here you know just before i left to go here to pick up uh, today i picked up some ball some sorry ball them clothes for winter clash that mike mcmullen made for us so we got some giveaways that um just brand new graphics that, that came out really great so i came here right before that i met up with diego and he ordered some skates for his shop beyond beyond um, pro shop in mexico city He's got five. This is what I'm talking about. This is the guy. He told me like he had two shops last time I talked to him, and now he has five. Wow. He does he does all sports but heavy on blading. So and he ordered. He's on that he's on that prepay plan with me now. He ordered like a good run. He ordered run skates and and I was just like, you know, another conversation that just blew me away. Like the you know and just the support is there so and before that actually you know what uh, colin uh, colin hit me up today this morning actually and he ordered skates you know for the pole and he actually he actually said so when are you going to do the the mushroom podcast and i was like fucking <laughs> them right now that's what you guys yes <laughs> and now we got a podcast so anyway that's all yeah now it's leaving no at all. <laughs> well, especially after the edit comes out, there's going to be people screen capping shit, posting it yeah. everywhere, more speculation. Yeah. The internet's <laughs> funny, huh? It's getting out of control. It is out of control. Dude, like, Miguel posted a photo on his story at my house laying on his back. I don't know if you saw this. And in the very far back, you see Darth Skate. And someone took a screenshot. He's like very far back. And posted, I think when Instagram was at the 90 skate crew and I saw it and I was like, dude, that's fucking weird, man. <laughs> I had to zoom in and then he posted it. That's like some Kim Kardashian shit. <laughs> weird. We're just laughing. Miguel got really offended. He's like, man, that's like my personal shit. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I don't know. It's just funny. It is what it is. Like, I think, it's, I think it's, it's, it's cool. It's role playing, right? That's all it is. It's like, I just had especially. See. Go ahead, Todd. Yeah, just especially in the winter, people don't have that outlet of actually going skating, so they just sit online, and there's a lot of pent up energy going on right now. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, well, I guess we're we're almost at two hours, and you probably yeah, want to read I'm, all of your messages yeah, and everything. I got Five percent on my computer anyway. Okay, and uh, so, when do you want us to post this? You know what? Post it whenever you want. You can post it tomorrow if you want. Oh shit! No, yeah, why not? Whoa! I thought like like what am I waiting for? You know, I'm like, and you can you can leave the crying part in there too. <laughs> and let people know this shit's fucking real. You know, like this is some real life shit. It's not like. No, I, sometimes I feel like people write stuff. I'm like, dude, like, like, I don't got a million dollars, dude. I'm not fucking rich. I don't have like, it's like, 
don't know. I'm just fucking rollerblader, you know, like who's been around for a long time and trying, you know, and just fortunate to be here. But like, don't think like I'm sitting on a fucking wad of cash and like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like in this fucking mansion and I read some stuff. I'm like, dude, like, where are these people like, like our industry's small and, and it's rad. It's fucking sick. It's a small community of great, great. It's a great sport. Fucking straight lifestyle, whatever. But like, that's a product of who I am. And if it's small, so am I. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think people have a, long, a wrong, uh, a wrong like idea of like what the life I am. I'm in. I think because sometimes I read stuff. I'm just like, wow, dude. Like, that's heavy. <laughs> but again, you can't like. I can't change everyone's minds or perspective on me. People are, there's always going to be something said about this guy or that guy or whatever, but, but. Of course. And the day, that's why this podcast is here. I think, I mean, I really wanted to do it and like speak my mind, you know, and not hopefully offend people, especially my former employer. Um, but in the day, that's the reason why, you know, like I, I want to speak the truth. The reason why is, financial and and debts and shit needs to get paid and if you're not getting paid then why are you working you know what i mean yeah that's, that's who doesn't go to work who goes to work and not get paid you quit you're like no fuck this i'm not gonna work dude like like why am i even here why even see anything working and when you start questioning those things at my age you gotta find something else to do you know what i mean like anyway Sorry, I'm rambling again. Huh? No, this was great, John. Great. Thank you so much for doing it. I appreciate it. I that. loved uh, every minute of it. And best of great. luck at Winter Clash. And I'm sure this is going to be a success. This That's feels it feels like an exciting new chapter for rollerblading for you. Okay. <laughs> Just thank you, thank you guys again. And thank everybody else who's ever like even like pointed in my direction and said, yeah, that's that's something I can I, I, I'm I'm true with you know that I can whether it be Volo or Blading Cup or anything that I've done you know I just because this is like this is it you know like after this it's just let's, 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 it is what it is anyway that's, thank thank you thank you for the opportunity yeah thanks a lot John thank you John appreciate it you be posted. peace right, have a guys. great night. You too. Good night, guys. Good night. Bye.